Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, let's have prayer. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for a safe trip to the podcast. We thank you, Lord, for the strength to carry out your assignment. Lord, I thank you for all of the years that you were so patient with me. When I didn't really understand what was going on, things I was doing wrong, I thank you for forgiving me and being patient, patient like a loving father, a loving mother. I thank you, Lord, for those attributes. Lord, glory to your name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to ask uh, Evangelist Turner if she would go back to Revelations. It is so important that we get this thing straight, that we understand what's going on around us. So I'm going to ask her to read Revelations 21, 1 through 9. Amen. Evangelist Turner. Amen. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, nor neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life Freely, he that overcometh shall inherit all things, and God will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven 
last plagues and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. Amen. Amen. I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, I, I'm glad in my heart I feel that I won't be around to see that day. Uh, but those that are, if they don't line up according to the word of God, it's going to be in big trouble. I'm glad in my heart because I know that God was so merciful with me. He gave me time to get my life together. And I'm so glad that he loved me. God is like the greatest father ever. He's like the greatest mother ever. He loves us. He loves his children. And he wished that none of us be lost. But God, he knows as I know. He's going to lose a lot more of his children than be saved. But they're going to have to reap the consequences. Today, in our society, in our churches, it's like Satan has kicked the wall down in Christianity. There's a big hole, and sin is just running through like rivers of water. Oh, Lord. God's children is in big trouble. Thank you, Lord. You have these preachers today. There's preaching sermons like, once saved, saved forever. God loves you too much to let you be lost. So whatever life you're living, it's all right. Because if you just believe that Jesus is the Son of God, if you just believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, that Jesus is the Son of God, you can't be lost. Lord have mercy. Trickery, trickery. You can be lost. You can be lost. Listen to this. Think about this. Lucifer, before he became Satan, was third in line. If there had been a third heavenly host, third party, and no longer the third, fourth, I'm talking about Trinity, and no longer being three, but four. If there had been, Lucifer would have been the fourth. He was God's prize, creation above all angels. Oh, God, he was wonderful. He was lovely. He was smart. He was handsome. He was gifted. Oh, God just gave him everything. He was once saved. He was once saved. But you know, when God called all of his sons together, even after he had smarted off with God, talk about he's been in the earth, under the earth, trying to see who he can devour and all this kind of stuff, just, just, just acting up. That's after he had become Satan. He had fell and fallen away. But he was once saved. He was once close to God. He was one of his great archangels. 
He was the man among angels, and he fell away. He fell away. Because what? How could he fall away? Because God gave all of his angels free will. As he has given us, he has given us free will. He doesn't want you to serve him and hate him and to try to say at the same time. He wants not you to be, be, be hot or cold. You understand what I'm saying? God wants you to be all the way on his side. He don't want you straddling the fence. Oh, God. You can be lost. You can choose whom you serve today. You can serve God or you can serve Satan. Some people say if you just believe, all you've got to do is confess, and then whatever sins you want to commit, commit them because you can't be lost. Why not have a good time? The Satan and, and, and his angels of darkness is trying to show you a back door. There is no back door. You've got to get on God's side. I'd like to tell you something. Go to Romans. Read the Romans road. Get on the Romans road. See what Paul had to say. He said, God forbid that you should go back and do what you were doing before. But some people, they want their cake and eat it too. And they got preachers out there that will tell you you can have it both ways. You cannot, and please God. You can decide that you no longer wanted to serve God, and you can go back to your old ways, start doing the things that you used to do, and lose your soul. It's your choice. It's your choice. Don't let these preachers out there tell you that you can have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. God, you know, it's not the easiest life to live because Satan wants to make you uncomfortable and wants to show you another way. There is no righteous other way. Praise God. We've got to have to straighten up. And do it God's way. Now, we have this little booklet here. Right here. It's condensed. It shows you what you need to know. It shows you what you need to know. The reason we got the book together, because our Bible is not that easy to understand. And a lot of these preachers are not preaching the word. I know. Everybody wants to be joyful and go out and socialize and jump up and clap your hands and jump over benches and turn the flips and all that kind of stuff. But you better get it right. You better get it right. This booklet will help you to get it right. Uh, I think there is a, praise God, there is a 38 pages. Everything that you need to know to be saved by is in that book. This book will also refer you back to your Bible so you can prove it, so that you can understand, you know. If they didn't have so many crooks out there, 
this Bible would be necessary. But because, I mean, this booklet wouldn't be necessary. You know, this booklet we've put together that you might understand what you need to do. You cannot serve God and the devil at the same time. The devil got to go away. But I'm going to tell you something. God gave us all we need to be saved by, and he gave us equipment. He gave us uh, what we need to do, all of the weapons that we need to fight with. You just have to know what they are. I'm going to tell you this. Repentance is one of the greatest weapons that we have. But the problem is here, don't repent, Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to do. No. You can't play with God like that. Is God forgive me for what I've done? I'm so sorry. I've been there. It's, this, 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 this road wasn't, wasn't easy for me. But boy, I really didn't ever want to be lost, but I really enjoyed the sin I was doing. I had to get out of that. You know, now they've got preachers out there that are telling these young people, and I don't necessarily mean young in age, they could be old in age, but they're young in the Lord. Whatever you feel like doing after you believe, after you confess with your mouth, everything is legal. You can go and do whatever you want to do. You got a husband, you can go have affairs on him. You got a wife, you can go have affairs on her. You can go out and be an adulteress, a liar, or whatever, because you can't be lost anymore. Oh, God. People tend to be so gullible that they'll follow anything anybody says as long as it's pleasing to their ears. Boy, some of you out there I know want to do it right. You just don't know how. Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people perish for the lack of knowledge. Praise the Lord. As my wife read earlier, Evangelist Turner, amen. The first heaven and the first earth will be passed away. There will be no more seas. Now, wait a minute. There will be no more sea? You know, that's the greatest body of waters on this earth. There's a lot less land than there is seas, and they're very deep. But there'll be no more sea. There'll be no more oceans. There'll be no more lakes. What happened to the water? Brothers and sisters, I got a question for you. The Lord destroyed the world, uh, come down and, and, and cause a lot of deaths. But then, according to Scripture, the second destruction of this earth will be done by fire. That's the only way I can see that there will be no more seas. There will be no more oceans. There will be no more lakes. There will be no more water on this great earth, this big place. What happened to it? It's because God came down with fire and the fire evaporated all of the waters of the earth. I said the fire, the second destruction of this earth will not be water. 
It will be by fire. Read Revelations 21, 1 through 9. Look, some, some people say, well, you're not supposed to scare people. You ain't supposed to frighten people to serve God. That's the devil. Because he desires to be a God like his creator. And he's got no love for you. He's got no love for you. Now you listen to me. God said, the second destruction of this earth will be done by fire. According to Revelation, that is exactly what's going to happen. And according to Revelation 21, if you read 1 through 9, you'll find that before the new heaven, the new Jerusalem come, which is the bride of Christ, before it come from heaven, this earth will have no more water. No more water. Because God is coming back to fix this earth like it was meant to be. He's going to clean it up. Nothing cleans like fire. Nothing cleans like fire. So he's going to have to clean up all of the sins of this earth. It's a terrible thing to think about. That this earth will be nothing but rock. No water. Oh, Lord. The new Jerusalem will be coming like a bride. And it will be the bride of the lamb. Who is the lamb? The lamb. The lamb of God. And this Jerusalem will be adorned as his wife. Who is the lamb? The lamb is Jesus. The lamb is the word. The lamb is a great part of God because God took of himself and he could be made the lamb. And then he made the Holy Ghost. Don't confuse the Holy Ghost with the Holy Spirit. Uh, Michael is the Holy Spirit. He's a good servant of God. Praise God. And that, 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 that Satan is bold. He's going to come up and tell God what he wants to do. And he talking to his creator like, like he can win. How can you be so silly that you're going to get up there and think you can be as great as your creator? Wasn't for the creator. You wouldn't be here. But boy, he's bold. God had a meeting one day, and he called all of his sons. I say all of his sons. He called his sons in. She's the great angels. They're the great angels. They're the one that's closer to God. Oh, Lord. And he, he had a talk. And up came Satan. Now, well, what would you think Satan, who had bold, bold enough to come in to be among the ones that is serving the father. Well, the Satan was once before he, before he uh, 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 sinned and, and backslid. Before that, 
you know. And he was still considered himself in his own mind some kind of way. I don't know how he, how he got himself together. Well, he caught the other, other brothers. I'm going to go in too. I'm a son, but yet you want to fight against your dad. Oh, praise God. Praise the Lord. This earth, once again, that you see with all of this water, all of the rain, oh God, all of this wonderful um, bodies of water on this earth will be no more because God is going to destroy this world, clean it up by fire. He's going to sanctify it. He's going to make it clean and ready for the reception of his son, Jesus, his beloved son. And this beloved son called the lamb is going to come and inherit this earth after it's made right. There's going to be no more need for the son, physical son. There's not going to be really no need for the moon because he's going to be all of that to you and me. That's this earth we're talking about. This is the earth we're talking about. I'm not talking about the earth, the part where uh, God is, because it said the first heaven, the first earth, is going to be passed away. This, brothers and sisters, is the first heaven. You got to get it right. The part between the first heaven and the third heaven is where God is. I'm going to be right, quite frank with you. The Bible says without holiness, without sanctification, none of you will see God. Where none of you will go to heaven to see God, the creator of all things. I don't know about you. Uh, I guess... I've always been like this, and I was ADD. If there had been an, known back in the 40s, they didn't. I would have been considered ADD. I always, always wanted to be the best I could be, but I was doing the best I could. But God have all kinds of children that's, that's willing and some that's unwilling. I wanted to be the best I can be. I don't just want to confess with my mouth, also I did. And, and, and believe in my heart, and I did. And I, once I got my feet planted right, I started giving God all I could give him, the best I could give him. Because I wanted to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence. I wanted to know that I had reached the pinnacle of being saved. You know, there is saved, I confess, with my mouth, I believe in my heart. Lord, when you get to heaven, as a thief said that was hanging on the cross, remember me. And the Lord said, this day you should be with me in paradise. Now, I'm going to tell you something. That is good. That's better than being lost. He's saved because Jesus said so, because the lamb said so. But I don't just want to inherit this earth. I want to go to heaven. I want to be with God. And Lord said in his word, scripture that's written, without holiness, 
That means sanctification. That means whatever you have to do to satisfy God for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of tongues. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed after I got my feet sturdy and planted right. Lord, allow me to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And it was the greatest thing, the greatest feeling, the greatest love I have ever felt. That was the first time that I understood what being alive in God really meant. That was the first time I understood I want to go to heaven. I love the Lord Jesus. I love the Lord the Lamb. Ah, and if that's the best I can do, thank you, Lord. But I want to reach out, Lord, and do the best I can. I want to please you. Because you said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. You also said, get yourself together. You're going to go out and evangelize. Evangelize. And that is what my wife and I have been doing for the last few years. It hasn't been easy. Because people are not receptive. But I'm telling you, you better get your head together before it's too late. I'm not saying that you're going to be lost if you don't hadn't reached this pinnacle. You know, God have children that just not going to come up to that. That 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 uh, thief on the on on the cross hadn't done that, but he had sense enough to remember remember when he was about to die. He said, "Lord, in his heart." He believed. He confessed. He repented. Lord, remember me when you get into your kingdom. The Lamb had mercy and said, This day, praise the Lord, praise God, hallelujah, you shall be with me in paradise. That meant that this man was not going to hell. Thank you, Jesus. You can do the same, but you've got to know, do not play with God. If you mean it, mean it. Don't let these preachers tell you that no matter what you do, after you confess that, you cannot be lost. The trick of the devil. Now, I know a lot of people ain't going to like me, but I got a soul, and I want to please God. I want to go to heaven, the third heaven. I want to be with God. I may not qualify. I believe I will because I'm going to do all I can do. I use what God has blessed me with in order to pay for this program because it had not been for him, the monies that, that it cost, I wouldn't have it. So I give back. I give back. If you would like to know about this book, you see our information on this podcast. Telephone numbers there as well. If you call me and I don't answer, it's because I get so many calls of these people from all every out of every fifty states in the United States. I don't know what they're doing. So if you really serious, just leave your name and your telephone number, 
and I'll call you back. And I'll explain what we're doing here. I'll explain it. That we're not trying to, to take advantage of you. We're trying to help you to be saved. And I'm not lying to you. I wish that we all would be saved. But believe me, out of any seven churches, six of them are doing their own thing. You only find maybe one out of six that are real. I'd like to point you to uh, Pastor Ralph Wells in Cosby, Texas. He's a good man. And over on uh, Laura Coppy. Uh, Laura Coppy. Cosby, Texas. Uh, over on uh, Laura Coppy. Uh, I'm trying to get the pastor's name together. He's a good man. Uh, Fuller. Pastor Fuller. Lorraine Street. Yeah. And I want to holler out to uh, all of the people and tell you I'm sorry I didn't make it to the meeting last Sunday, but with multiple myeloma, you never know how you're going to feel. Sometimes I feel like I can get out and run out and chase my goats and feed them or let them out or what have you. And sometimes I get up to go feed the goats and I feel like, no, I better go sit back down. But God has his way of doing things. I know he can heal this. I know he can, but uh, they tell me they got this multiple myeloma in the first stage. We're in a third stage now uh, of healing. Uh, so y'all pray for me as I will pray for you. Amen. I thank you. Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located in Rocharon, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharon, Texas. Our cash app, dollar sign FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com. Turnerman at yahoo.com.